back to another episode. Uh, this is the series that I've been talking about doing where we're going to be going into different kinks and fetishes. So with me today, I have Miss, uh, Miss Erica Swings and she is over in St. Louis and I would like you guys to listen to her about what she does and she's, uh, She's Erica. Just, just let let's go and get started. Go on and uh, sure. let's go ahead and jump in. So, you are a swinger. Yes. <laughs> so, what is that like? Oh man. <laughs> well, it's it's fun. Um, I'd say first and foremost, it's fun, exciting. Um, I mean, honestly, it is it is kind of the best life. <laughs> Sometimes I don't feel like I'm living living my own life. Um, it's it's just always fun. There's always new people to meet, you know, new experiences. Um, it's it's a great place to be. So, swinging to me is something that I've never thought about even getting into. Um, Mm -hmm. what is it that makes people get into that life and what specifically made you get into that life? Yeah. So I think everybody has their own, obviously their own reasons, but you know, since you asked, I'll, I'll share, you know, my personal, um, so I definitely had a good leader into the, uh, the lifestyle, let's say, or swinging lifestyle. Um, so my husband, uh, whenever we first started dating, he had had previous experience with it and had kind of somebody also to learn from. So um, it really just honestly started for us as just a normal conversation about, you know, our interests in the bedroom and, you know, desires, like what things we're into, you know, basically like how we can connect. And, okay. uh, you know, in a short way, a uh, short version of it, you know, it kind of just evolved into hey, like that exciting factor of like, okay, like watching other people or having them watch us or, you know, having somebody else involved. Like, is that, you know, and it was from the very beginning, just very apparent to me that um, my husband himself was very comfortable, you know, with his sexuality and talking about that and that it was a safe place for me to kind of share or explore those possibilities that, hey, everything that like I've done so far, like it's it's safe to actually like, think about and entertain the thought of, um, you know, incorporating like other people and other experiences into the bedroom. What was your first time like? What was your first time from fantasy to making that a reality? What was that like? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm not going to lie and say that like everything was like perfect. It was great. Like uh, definitely a lot of nerves. I think, you know, with anything that you do that is, it's such a vulnerable thing. I mean, you know, you are kind of exposed in front of somebody else, you know, or it was with another couple. Um, so we did have kind of a couple, couple full swap experience. Um, you know, very respectful. I will say across the board, like we had talked to them ahead of time, you know, really got to know them, had dinner and, you know, but with the full intent of, you know, at this meetup that, you know, you know, we were going to play around and actually make this happen. So, um, yeah, it was a lot of nerves at first just because you're not right, quite sure, like, okay, is this okay? Like, I'm, 
you know. So we had those discussions uh, ahead of time uh, with as much as we could to prepare for it, it's just so there were no surprises. They knew that we were new and, you know, that I was going to be, like, this was my first experience with, with somebody else. So they were very accommodating of that, very respectful, um, you know, did ask like, okay, like, you know, where are your, where are your limits at? What are your boundaries? Like, do you guys have like a safe word? Like if at any point, just very encouraging, just like if at any point you don't feel comfortable or whatever, yeah. like it is totally yeah. fine. Same for my husband. He was like, we don't have to, you know, we don't have to do this. If you decide we get there, you don't want to do it. Like, you know, so I, I never felt, I never felt an unreasonable amount of pressure. It's just like the normal nerves of like, this is something new. It's fun. It's kind of like that, you know, butterflies in your stomach thing. Um, but yeah, I tried to just kind of calm my nerves and have an open mind and um, went, went fairly well, I would say. So when it comes time for an encounter, how deeply should someone, say someone's trying to get into the lifestyle, Mm-hmm. How deeply should they get to know the other couple? Should it be kind of you take them out to dinner like what you guys did, or should it be you know yeah. kind of distant a little bit? Yeah, I think you know everybody. It's it's definitely good. I mean, everybody's got to have boundaries, right? But to communicate, I mean, I don't think you can communicate enough, um, you know, respectfully. Um, I would say like over time, like our what that looks like for us is, is different, but I would say in the very, very beginning, just, you know, first and foremost, just be respectful over communicate. You know, you definitely don't want to have to be like, Oh, whoops, I, you know, overstepped a boundary. Like, you know, let's try to backpedal from that. Um, you know, just even if it's silly, just, you know, just, just say something. You're like, Oh, like, I'm not sure. Like, am I supposed to bring condoms? Like you have condoms, like, you know, whatever that looks like there's, there's lots of, um, there's lots of things, but I would, I would definitely encourage people to be their own side of caution and just, um, you know, really invest the time in it. And eventually that confidence and, you know, will build, um, especially if you are meeting up or doing lifestyle things with other couples that have been experienced. I mean, they will be your saving grace, honestly, just like kind of helping hold your hand through everything and, um, helping guide you. So it really does, also depend on the other party. It's not just, um, you know, how experienced they are because we've still had experiences where we kind of thought somebody was very experienced with something and it, like, it turns out that they weren't. So, um, I think trying to just prepare yourself and, and get to know people beforehand does, does help. That makes a lot of sense. What yeah. exactly is a, uh, on your, on your link tree, you uh, describe yourself as a swinger hot wife. What is a hot wife? Yeah, so um, hot wifing is a little different. It's just kind of a way to describe a, <laughs> in the simplest of terms, because I'm not really a person of simple terms, but the best I can do. Uh, hot wife is a, a woman who is in a relationship with somebody else that, uh, you know, is very comfortable in her sexuality and likes to, you know, kind of be sent out, um, you know, to partake in like, you know, bedroom fun with, with somebody else without her husband or, you know, partner being there. So, but it's not, 
it's not supposed to be like the same from what I understand as like, like cuckolding where you have, you know, it's like a humiliation thing against the man or Mm -hmm. the other partner. It's definitely supposed to be like, it adds to both of us. Like it's fun for me. It's fun for, you know, my partner, um, that, you know, they know that like, you know, we're in a committed relationship and, you know, we're sending them out to have fun and, you know, just really kind of, kind of live it up. So, um, it's, it's very much a respect based, consensual based, um, and just not meant to degrade any party at all. How does jealousy factor in to something like this? Cause I mean, I'm about to get married in a, in a few weeks yeah. and for me, I just know I can never see someone with my wife and my wife would never want to see someone with me. So is jealousy a thing with swingers or is it just, you know, it's like, well, it comes with the, it comes with the good and the bad or like how, how is jealousy handled? Yeah, I would say it, jealousy happens. Jealousy happens even if you've been a swinger for a long time, but like, you can only control you, right? And even sometimes you, you can't always control how you're going to feel about something, you know, or yeah. just, you know, um, other people and relationships you meet. I would say that I was not expecting to ever be able to do this myself. Um, like if I were to frame what I do now in the, in the confines of like past relationships, I could not imagine myself doing it. It definitely is a dynamic thing. It does depend on who you are with and then, you know, who you are choosing to, you know, engage in these activities with. Um, That's why it very much is a social, um, there's a huge social part of it. Like, you know, I I don't want to be like, as in like, oh, you know, you have to jive with their energy and like, it doesn't have to be this big, like, well, this chemistry and like things have to be perfect. Like it's really in the rawest sense, just, um, Hey, can we communicate effectively if something isn't meeting our expectations or if something is not going the way that, you know, we imagine this to, or, you know, if one person, if anything is off, are we going to be able to be adult enough and committed enough to respect each other to say something and deal with that in a healthy manner. Wow, because I mean, yeah. I know what jealous. I know jealousy can really, really kill couples. I've seen couples where, yeah, just oh, I don't like the way he looked at you, or I don't like the way she um, she smiled at you. I've seen relationships mm-hmm. break down over that. So sure. Is yeah. there like is there like a special way that swingers handle it? Because that's, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty intimate thing to have sex mm-hmm. with someone else's partner, and you know about it and or see it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard. I see what, I see what you're saying. I'll, yeah. I'll try my best to answer that. Um, Cause it is, it is putting myself in a situation that I haven't really like been in a while. So I'm trying yeah. to like, think. So definitely like the, you know, the jealousy comes from insecurity. Like I think we have to, you know, agree on that. 
Um, you know, just because it's natural of our, I think of our brains, our egos to think like, okay, worst case scenario, like there's a threat, right? Like there's a threat. Somebody could be taking something I really value and I really love, you know, away from me or, you know, hurting them. Right. So it's being very vulnerable. Um, so I think it's natural. I I don't want to just say like, oh my gosh, you know, like jealousy doesn't happen and it, you know, shouldn't happen or there's signs that something's bad, but, you know, being aware, being self-aware enough, um, about that is key. But then also on that same tangent, um, you know, with jealousy and kind of like handling that, I guess like my best advice would be to go slow. Definitely go on the slower side. There's a huge, I think temptation for people to just dive all in. Um, but very, very often, you know, we have seen, people get into the lifestyle and, you know, see it's, you know, it's, oh, it's all this and it's, you know, fast paced and there's just, you know, it's like, it's like this like rockstar lifestyle, but people don't see like how long it took for people to build that confidence, to build that comfort where they're at. Um, so I would say really just kind of baby steps, like dipping your toes in, taking it little digestible parts at a time. Um, so that you don't, you know, you don't inadvertently end up like hurting, hurting yourself, hurting your relationship, hurting other people or, um, you know, doing something that you regret. Is it common among swingers? I doubt it is, but is it common among swingers for pretty much, uh, an orgy takes place and, uh, an affair breaks off between two of the, two of the parties? And pretty much both of those marriages collapse. Is that common? Is that, does that happen? I personally not seen that a whole lot. Um, I think with the volume of, I wouldn't say from like, are you saying like just specifically with orgies or are you just saying like experiences like in the swinger lifestyle in general? Just, just the swinger lifestyle overall. Okay. Um, yeah, I I would not say that it's super common. I, okay. I definitely think that part of the, at least with the groups, I say that, you know, we hang around because there's always going to be parts of the spectrum that you just are like, yeah, that's not really my thing. That's not like, that's not what we're about. Um, and I, I say that in like people that are seeking to be in a swinger lifestyle to fulfill something that is lacking. So I always try to explain to people that swinging is, you know, not meant to be a fix for, you know, a a stale marriage or a, you know, something that is missing. And it is meant, I think, in the healthiest of ways to build upon a strong relationship and to compound on that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you will see people sometimes that still are like, oh, yeah, you know, I just I want to do it, you know, like this or, you know, um, they're just not happy or they're looking for something.